Hello, Mission Kids. Courtney here. Welcome to the Advent Mission Kids podcast. Happy Monday, my friends. I hope you are having a wonderful start to your third week of Advent. Today, we have a special saint that we are celebrating, whose feast day is today, December 14th, and his name is Saint John of the Cross. He was alive between 1542 and 1591 and lived in Spain. He is the patron of mystics and poets. Let's learn his story together. John's father was from a rich family of silk merchants, but when he married John's mother, a penniless orphan, his family disowned him. So to make their own living, John's father and mother worked together as weavers. But when John was only three years old, his father died. John's family lived in one of the richest cities in Spain, but without John's father to help support them, they were so poor that one of John's older brothers died from starvation. His mother moved his little family from town to town, always searching for better work, and when John was 14, he started to work himself at a hospital for people who were sick with diseases no one knew how to cure. But John always loved to learn, and when he was grown, he joined the Carmelite monks who sent him to study at the University of Salamanca. John's plan after his hard childhood was to spend the rest of his life in quiet prayer. But when he was 25, he met a nun named Teresa. She was old enough to be his mother, and she was determined to reform the Carmelite order. The Carmelites were supposed to be poor monks and nuns who begged for whatever they needed. Their abbeys were supposed to be simple homes where they could leave the world behind and devote themselves to God. But instead, their abbeys had become more like palaces filled with wealth and distractions. And the monks and nuns were more devoted to their own comfort than they were to prayer or to each other. Teresa wanted to start a new movement of nuns and monks who cared more about God and about one another than accumulating fine things. To show that the spiritual world mattered more to them than the physical world, they wore sandals even in winter, so people had started calling Teresa's followers the barefoot. Teresa gave John an abandoned house outside Salamanca, and asked him to start the first new group of barefoot monks. It grew like wildfire. So many men joined John that they had to move into town to find a larger house. John started another monastery, and then another one. And he met with nuns and anyone else who came to him, 
counseling them about their life with God. But not all the Carmelites were pleased to see the explosive growth of the barefoot monks. So one night, some jealous monks broke into John's rooms and kidnapped him. They locked him up in a tiny cell in a monastery in Toledo, in a room that was only 10 feet by 6 feet, and so dark that John had to stand on a bench to read his prayers by the light that slipped in from the room next door. And they only gave him a tiny amount of water and bread and some small scraps of fish to eat. Several times a week, the monks led John out of his cell and asked him if he had changed his mind about his new monasteries. No, I haven't, John always told them. And every time he refused to waver, all the monks lined up in a row. As each one of them filed by John, every single one of them hit him with a whip. Back in his cell, John wrote poems in his head and his guards snuck him pieces of paper so that he could write them down. And even though there was no window in John's cell when he wrote, the other monks sometimes saw strange light pouring out from under his door. Nine months after John was kidnapped, he pried his cell door off its hinges and stuck into the room next to his, where he climbed out a window using a rope he'd tied from bedsheets. The only thing he took with him were the poems he had written. When John's feet hit the ground, he had no idea where he was. But as he ran for cover, a dog trotted by, heading away from the monastery. That dog must know its way somewhere, John thought. So he followed it through the wild land around the monastery, all the way to the next town. When he found his way back to Teresa and her nuns, John was starving and broken from his beatings, but even as they nursed him back to health, he never stopped writing. During that time, he wrote some of the most beautiful poems he had ever written, which were also some of the most beautiful poems ever written in the Spanish language. Finally, the Pope allowed the barefoot monks and nuns to separate from the other Carmelites. The next year, John's old friend Teresa died. But John kept on with his work and writing. He continued to find monasteries, and he traveled thousands of miles each year to meet anyone who wanted to talk with him about God. When people were suffering, other people sometimes told them that God must have abandoned them. But John wrote that people didn't suffer because God had left them. Instead, they could find God in the midst of their suffering. The only real joy comes from God, John wrote. So seeking happiness in this world is like a starving person trying to eat air. Most of all, John wanted people to know God's love. Who has ever seen people learn to love God by harshness, he asked. Where there is no love, put love and you will find love. Would you pray with me? Father, we give you thanks for St. John of the Cross and so many other saints like him who so desperately wanted to show people how much you mean love. Everything about who you are, everything about this season, 
about the coming of Jesus all reminds of blah. Cut all of that. I'm just going to start over. Father, we give you thanks for people like St. John of the Cross and so many other saints who so desperately wanted to show people what it is to know you. And that is to know love. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you for the seasons of the church calendar where we were reminded just how much you love us. During this season of Advent, continue to show us your light. Continue to show us your love so that we may be reminded that our job on this earth is to show others the same love that you've shown us. Amen. If you have a question, a story you want to share with me, or a prayer request that you would like shared on the podcast, please give me a call. My number is 423-708-5354. I would love to hear from you. And remember, our King is coming. Christmas is soon. Have a great day, y'all.